Hi, welcome to the Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Wilkinson, aka The Online Coach. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at The Online Coach Co. Otherwise, check out my website, theonlinecoach.co. All my information, training plans are all there. I've been in the fitness industry for nearly a decade now. I've helped hundreds of people achieve their health and fitness goals through simple and proven methods. This very, 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 very early, very early in the series, between one and nine, I did a recap on 10 and it went down pretty well. So we'll see what happens today. I don't want a drone on. You don't want that either. It's going to be a quick recap. Most of you have probably heard all the episodes anyway, but I'll just give any final takes or things that I think I might have missed out on at the time. via Instagram and Facebook at The Online Coach Co. I've got a variety of options that'll work for pretty much whatever your goal is, so get in contact. It might be cheaper than you think as well. Me babbling in between a few recorded sections of previous podcasts about things that I said in that um, podcast and maybe just going down rabbit holes here and there really about it and just adding any layers on to things that I feel like I missed out at the end, which happens quite often actually, I think. I wish I would have said that in that episode. I could have come across well smarter, but you know, we'll see. And then some of them, you know, I might not even add anything. I might just talk about that subject a little bit longer. Some of the recaps might be 30 seconds. Some of them might be four or five minutes. I really don't know. Let's see what happens. So starting off, the first episode we need to recap is episode 11. This, the title of this episode was Starting Out Running and Creepy Personal Trainers. Um, I want to be that 75-year-old bloke that's um, repping out whatever kg on the bench press at 75 and you know, constantly doing bits. So I, I didn't want to just for the sake of my ego telling me you need to be able to find a way to run. I just thought I'm, I'm just gonna knock this on the head. Um, that's me done with running. No, it isn't. Here I am, a few months later, still running, running better. I've got some new sneaks for Christmas. Um, if anybody knows anything about running, they probably know more than me. I tried to do as much research as I can because I don't really know that much out in the field of running. Um, I bought some New Balance 1080 Fresh Foam version 10. They're apparently really good. I've not seen many negative reviews. In fact, I've not seen any negative reviews. I've seen mainly really good reviews and most of the reviews seem to be, um, well, maybe half of them seem to be, is this my new favorite trainer along that line? So I think I got a good deal. They came last week. I have to wait till Christmas for them because Santa, you know, it doesn't come till Christmas Eve, so I can't have them till then. They're the rules. They'll always be the rules. I might be 30 in January. Fully grown man. Still got to wait till Christmas, though. Rules are rules. 
Um, but yeah, I'm still running. Um, I'm getting a lot better. I'm enjoying it more. Um, progress is really steady, which is normal. I think in my head I had a false sense of how quickly I thought I'd be able to progress. I guess that's probably my arrogance showing there. But um, I'm not really built for long distance running as I detailed in this episode. I really struggled with it at the start and and I was quite humbled by how um, relatively pathetic I was in comparison to the rest of my fitness in other areas like strength and, and sprinting and all stuff like that. It was humbling to be extremely average to poor so i've got a lot better um maybe i'll enter a race next year maybe i'll enter two i don't know let's take it slow let's take it steady um (laughs) vicky thinks vicky thinks i'm just well she's got good reason to as well to be fair I, i have a habit of sometimes getting into things and then just diving all in and then like uh a little bit later on, a couple of weeks, months, maybe, maybe even a year. I just forget about it. I've had enough of it. But now, for now, this is we're going pretty well with this. So I'm trying to keep it steady. I'm not trying to burn myself out. I am never, ever, ever. Well, I say this now, but um, I'm gonna get away from my main physical activity, um, which is lifting weights. That's still my favorite thing to do. I'm just trying to be half decent at running as well. And then in this episode, I also talked about creepy personal trainers. Um, a specific story from an old gym I used to work at with. Um, if you think of the stereotypical creepy personal trainer that you might see on a comedy show or film or something, he was like that and worse. They do exist. And it's why I am a little bit reluctant at times to kind of be proud of the job title I have. There's a lot of Kevs out there. So, yeah, that was episode 11. Episode 12, let's move on. And it's not uncommon for, well, for longer efforts. Um, so, efforts over an hour or maybe sports games that people can lose up to 10% or even sometimes more. So, if you think 2% is actually making a significant difference, try times in that by 5 and you're 10% dehydrated. That is going to significantly sabotage your performance not gonna lie episode 12 the title bores me as well it was (laughs) trolling my own podcast the benefits of water and being hydrated for fat loss i mean yeah it does sound kind of boring there was actually quite a bit of decent information in this um so if you if you're interested go back and go back go back through it i'm not i'm not gonna do that um, top and bottom of it don't think you can get hydrated by just having one drink it takes time to get hydrated um, and you'd be surprised even being slightly dehydrated how much of a negative effect that'll have on your performance and also as well how hard exercise will feel it'll feel harder work to perform even close to the level you used to so get hydrated drink plenty of water make sure there is electrolytes as well included that is part of the hydration don't just cane loads of water electrolytes are essential as well to hydration so let's just uh let's keep this rolling let's go on to episode 13 on deeper inspection i think apple watch is probably the all-round best smartwatch you could probably get a lot of it will come down to opinion and i think a lot of it will come down to 
if you actually have an iPhone as well, because the combination of both how the Apple Health app works and the Apple activity and all that stuff. Um, although I think you might actually have to have an iPhone. So yeah, if you got an iPhone, do you have to have an iPhone? I should probably have looked that up. Episode 13, we were talking about health and fitness tracking, specifically from smart watches and Apple Watch kind of point of views. Um, I think I covered pretty much all of it with this. I just want to stress one more um, thing on top of it. I know I said it anyway, but it's just not to get too bogged down with the numbers. You get addicted to it. Um, not even addicted to it. It can just be a source of a minor anxiety that might bother you slightly in the back of your head, which will take away a fraction of the enjoyment which you might get from the exercise. Long story short, um, I might have had a really good session. I might have absolutely smashed it. And then I might just feel slightly disheartened if I look at the data at the end of my workout and I've not quite burned as many calories as I wanted to, which means nothing in the scheme of things. Nothing. And then the other side of it is, if you've had a week where you've not done quite as much as you wanted to, or you forget to wear your fitness tracker, you might feel like it wasn't even worth doing it. Now, that sounds crazy, but you'd be surprised at how many people actually do that. You'll have the kind of a feeling of, well, I might as well have not even done the workout if I've not logged it. No proof I did it. Never happened. So just be wary of that. I'm still a big fan of the Apple Watch, still got mine. Um, yeah, and I'll, I'll be keeping it. But don't get bogged down with your steps too much, your calories burned, all that stuff. Use it as just a little bit of an insight and um, just kind of check trends and heart rate data maybe, things like that. But the estimates for calories burned, it's going to mean nothing in the long term, really. Um, that's about it, really. Uh, yeah. And the other thing with this episode, which is quite interesting, I got quite a few organic plays. So... Funnily enough, and I didn't even plan this, I released this episode chatting on about the Apple Watch uh, three days after the brand new Series 6 Apple Watch came out. Luckily, again, no planning, pure luck, absolute fluke. So quite a few people probably typed in Apple Watch into the podcast app and mine might have come up. It's the only, thing, only way I can think about how I got a few more random plays. Um, yeah, yeah, but you don't care about that. So uh, let's move on to the next episode. And funnily enough, it's pretty much the same at the lower back. So if your hamstrings um, and glutes are all locked up and they're really tight, when you go to do any movements, say like squats or you're deadlifting or kettlebell swings, um, anything like this, and you haven't actually got the mobility from your, from your hip joint, from the hamstrings and glutes that run at the back of the hips, when you're leaning down into that squat, well, if you can't do it, the back's going to have to commentate and actually get more of that movement. Episode 14 was a quick fix for lower back pain and sore knees. Um, now, I'm not a physio. I think I said this about 27 million times in the episode, but usually the knees and the back... Oh, let me just readjust myself. I'm sat on the floor today and I've got pins and needles in my leg. Oh, God. Oh. And I've just been for a long run. <laughs> It's not good. Um, anyway, yeah. Um, so where was I? God, I've like completely gone blank. Yes. 
any imperfections um, in your mobility at the hip are going to significantly affect how you move through the rest of your body essentially this is a, a main hip the hip is sorry a main joint right in the center of your body um, everything's connected so it's going to significantly affect the area above that which is the lower back the spine at the the bottom end um, and then the knees as well the knee is going to probably take more of it because the body will prioritize stabilizing the spine um, but it won't stop you getting back spasms when you're um, say you might bend over to pick something up and you just get like a shooting pain in your lower back it's probably because your hips are locked up now this is a very simplistic answer it's definitely not this um, but it very well could be so you might bend over to pick something up your hamstrings your glutes are all locked up your hips are really tight so when you bend to pick up you have to actually kind of bend through the spine because your your hips aren't allowing that movement to bend down pick up whatever it is on the floor when that happens when you bend too far your lower back muscles are going to say hold on a second you're going to do some damage to one of these discs in your spine so instead of that us being those very opinionated lower back muscles we're just gonna have a little bit of a spasm bring that thing back in and then you think you've got a problem with your lower back you start stretching your back out more which could be making the situation worse because you need to be focusing more on your hip mobility i think there's probably yeah i don't think there's actually anybody i've ever met that has perfectly mobile hips naturally without having to work on it most of our lives we spend sat down for a long period of time um, so the hips just kind of get locked up and just one of them really um, so always work on ankle um, and foot mobility and then your hip mobility as well and your knees and lower back will probably be taken care of assuming your training volume and everything else is on lock um, and then the other part of this episode which oh my god I cannot forget about was the hilarious road traffic accident now if you've not listened to this go and listen to it <laughs> I couldn't hold myself together thinking about it because I literally experienced it that morning and recorded the podcast that night and I, I was on my way to work so I kind of forgot about it and I just remembered it there and then and decided to chuck it in as a funny story um, and that was the first time I was reliving it and it was well funny so I'm not going to spoil it but if you have not checked out this episode about the hilarious road traffic accident don't worry nobody got hurt Um Go and check it out. It's funny. I think it's funny anyway. I thought it was funny, obviously, as you'll see. But anyway, moving on to episode... God, I, I'm so unprepared. Let me check. Oh, my God. Oh, that was episode 14. Have I been telling you the wrong episode all this time? That was episode 14. <laughs> oh, God, what an amateur. Um, let's move on to episode 15. Let's see what I had to say. So, there is three main plans um, that I've put on my website. Um, yes, they are, are all one-to-one -one coaching based um, and there's a few different features. So there's three levels. So the highest level is the Hybrid X plan. Episode 15 was me basically detailing all of the um, things that I'll be offering for my online personal training sessions with people. I've changed it a little bit since then. Um, what you'll get is still the same. I've just not kind of called it all these jazzy names as the hybrid X plan and all that stuff just because it kind of puts people off and they don't know what they're getting. So I've just called it online coaching. 
Um, it depends what you're after. Prices can be flexible. Like if you only, you know, if there's not going to be a huge amount of work for what you want to achieve, it's quite a minimal goal. Um, I'm not going to charge you top end price, but if there's a lot of things that you want to get yourself ready for, um, a lot of work that you want to do and a lot of transformation kind of work, um, you know, it might cost a bit more, but it's definitely going to be market price at the best and probably under it, to be honest, because I'm still figuring out quite a few things. Um, I'm still in the process of getting all the automations done, like tutorial videos or stuff like that. Um, but I am working with three people at the minute and, you know, seems to be going okay. Um, but yeah, if you're interested, let me know. Um, also on my website, if you'll notice at the top, there is a online personal training voucher. Um, so if you're looking for a Christmas present this year for somebody that's a little bit healthier than just buying them beer and chocolate, have a look on my website or get in contact with me. If you don't want to spend that much, we can find something to work for your budget. Um, I think it's just a little bit of a better gift and a bit more creative. You never know. You might help a loved one get in the shape of their life. They can start using it right away. They might want to wait till January the 1st, that New Year's resolution. And don't worry if the gyms are open or not. I've got enough experience myself of having to um, maintain a training program, whether gyms are shut or gyms are not shut. But we're not going to get into gyms being shut again. Too much politics? This is a stupid episode, remember. Let's move on to the next episode, episode 16. And it's probably sometimes easier to manage it week by week. So plan your week out. If you have any events or anything going on, you need to try and find space somewhere else in the week um, to budget your calories like you would with money, to spend those calories, uh, whatever it is, family meal, drinks out after work, whatever the hell it is. This was a good one. This was about counting calories, calorie restrictions, and calorie control methods. Um, it doesn't always have to come down to counting calories. Top and bottom of it is though, you do need to have some um, awareness of calories and the usual things that you eat and what calories are in those foods. If you eat a very, very, very diet and um, you eat very inconsistently, Counting calories might be the only real way you can dial it in. However, like most people, um, myself included, and I know this is the majority of people as well, you pretty much eat the exact same thing every day. If not every day, then throughout the week. Um, so I would always recommend if you're brand new to trying to control your calories and um, change your body composition, spend a bit of time counting calories because it'll give you an appreciation of what foods have what in. Um, and you might figure out a few foods that you're regularly having that have a ton of calories in that you don't really enjoy that much. So get rid of them. But do not feel the need to count your calories all the time. Um, whilst it can be a very, very effective method of losing fat and arguably one of the best for some people, it's not always the only way, um, a bit more of an intuitive approach, other little time restrictions, stuff like that can actually work just as well, if not better, make you feel a little bit happier and kind of just enjoy life a little bit more. Um, now, I don't know if anyone else is. Uh, I've basically gone back to counting calories for one to two weeks. So I do this every so often just as a little bit of a reset. Um, because over time, I'll probably gradually start eating a little bit more, maybe sprinkle a few more oats in my bowl, maybe have, you know, an extra few chocolates, whatever it is. So every so often, 
I'll just do a, a two-week MyFitnessPal, dial it in, drop my calories down, reset everything, um, and just kind of bring myself back to baseline. However, I've noticed recently, and there's been a lot of complaints on the App Store, that MyFitnessPal is having a bit of a do. It's just not working right. It's, it's crashing, it's lagging, things aren't going in right, and it appears to be... If you have an older iPhone, don't know how old, mine's a 7, it's not that old, but it is kind of old, um, sort of late software, um, that people are having problems with it, so that's a bit of a ball ache, but never to mind if that's the case, I'll just have to figure another way out of doing it, but yeah, if yours is doing the same, you're not the only one on that, uh, that problem journey, so let's move on to episode 17. For your quads hip thrusts for your glutes and straight leg deadlifts for your hamstrings that's all three the same areas but you're not having to do that specific lunge motion you're going to cover the same muscle groups same areas you can get very similar if not the same results you're just going to have to do a, a few exercises rather than one exercise but if you can't do a lunge or you specifically hate the lunge in motion you can still get the same results. You just have to factor in a couple of exercises that cover the same areas. Lower body training and alternatives for lunges and general ramblings as well. Yeah, that was one of those episodes, kind of like this one. So, I mean, the top and bottom of this episode that I want to get across right now is... Oh, popular. Oh, no. It's just my mum. <laughs> Lol. No offence. Judy. Um... So, I mean, there's not one set exercise that is a king lower body exercise. You know, you might get some people preaching that, oh, you have to deadlift, you have to squat. Um, whatever it is, a lot of people will preach certain exercise that you should be doing if you want to get optimal results, you want to get strong and you want to get massive, and it's just not really the case. Top and bottom of this is, as long as you're targeting all the muscles in your legs, if you can find a compound exercise that uses all of them at once, amazing. If for some reason you can't, don't worry about it. There's always a way around it. Depending on what your goal is, this should also be factored into it. Now, if you're a power lifter and you have to be good at squats and deadlifts or whatever it is, whatever those bloody folks do, um, if you have to be good at this, then you have to do it. Now, if you just want to build better looking legs, I probably, by choice, wouldn't even do deadlifts. Um, I probably would put lunges in and squats. Um, I'd put a variation of a deadlift in, but there's always a workaround. If you can do any compound exercises, like Connor said, you could do some leg extensions, some hip thrusts, hip bridges, hamstring curls, um, variations of deadlifts like RDLs. You could work more time under tension if you can't go that heavy um, and just focus on the contraction of the muscle. But if you, if you actually have to get strong and you have to do those exercises, then you have to do them. If you don't, which is 99.99% of people, then you don't have to do them. And just stop reading the magazine articles that say, oh, 10 reasons why you should be squatting. Mint if you can do it and you like it. If you hate it, well, you don't have to do it, mate. All right. I don't care if you've got a chance to go in front of me. I should be the first one to go back in front and get out of the queue and go and pay. But no, 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 no. This man in his Peugeot, driving instructor, 
went off in front of me. And to be honest, I wasn't actually even annoyed because I was busy talking to Harvey in the back um, of the car at the time. And then I thought after, I thought, that car was behind me before. And I just let him through. Well, is that the rules? Is it not the rules? I don't know. Episode 18, I talked about the best bicep training tips and 2020 lockdown rants, which was probably what that clip was from, but we don't need to talk about that. We've all had enough with lockdown. Um, Now, if you want to build bigger biceps, God, this sounds like a cheesy sales pitch for an arm workout, but if you want to build bigger biceps and you haven't listened to episode 18, I don't want to toot my own horn, but you probably need to listen to it. And who doesn't want to build bigger biceps? Nobody. Everybody wants to. I think that made sense. Um, Yeah, no, really the top and bottom of it is stop throwing weight around and completing um, reps and weights and really got to focus on the contraction. Now, you can have a strenuous weight to do so, but never um, at the sacrifice of actually a solid full muscle contraction in the bicep. If you can't do it, you're never going to grow them. And I can tell you this for a fact, the amount of people I have seen, which will maybe dumbbell curl even twice as much as me in the gym sometimes, um, but have smaller biceps and seem to make little progress unless it's elbow pain, it's pretty much everyone. It's pretty much everyone. So learn to engage the bicep properly. Leave your ego at the door. Get a full contraction through the full range of motion and you'll build your biceps better. Check out this episode. This is actually a really good one for, like I said, if you want to progress with your arm training and biceps. Um, It's quite a quick listen. It's only like the first half of the episode. The rest of it, I'm just ranting about lockdown. But again, I keep saying I don't need to talk about it, but it's the third time I brought it up. So Um, let's move on to episode 19, the last episode of the recap. And that should pretty much round off the episode. With the fitness side of things, um, starting with basics, I had to start from scratch again, which I've done. I've had heaps of do-overs. But um, so... This time with my health journey, I I got a rebounder and I just did health bounces like for a minute at a time or, you know, and just gradually built it up and that really helped my lymphatics and it helped me feel a lot better straight away. So I've started from ground up. Episode 19, a health and fitness story from Australia. This was a friend and follower who's been following me for a little while on social media. Um, Episode 19, and Joy was talking about her struggles and health struggles and how that affected her health and fitness journey. This is a good insight. It's a little bit different than usual episodes. I just wanted to mix it up a little bit. Um, Factual-wise, there's not that much information in there as such. However, there's probably a lot of things you can take from it, um, if not for inspiration and motivational point of view just to kind of appreciate the health that you may or may not have and someone you can relate to um if you can even relate to it even just a little bit everyone's got the struggles everyone has to start from scratch sometimes and especially now with gyms being locked um hopefully be open in two weeks but we'll see um that's fourth time i brought up lockdown 
it, there's always going to be struggles. It's never going to be plain sailing. And when it is plain sailing, you need to appreciate that time because, you know, there's probably going to be a period where it isn't. So, um, yeah, that pretty much wraps up the recap of episodes 11 to 19. And that pretty much wraps up episode 20. 20 episodes? Mad. Mad. 20 episodes in. So, my plan is to release, keep releasing a new episode every Monday, 7 p.m. I'm going to run this all the way through up till Christmas, which should take us to 25 episodes. I'll probably end the series there. No, I've threatened to do that earlier after 10. Um, Have a bit of a rethink, change a few things around, you know, maybe have a break. (laughs) Because it's so strenuous recording this for an hour and a bit, maybe two hours tops uh, once a week. But, you know, um, yeah, and just have a chop and change and, and... just have a little bit of a period of time where people might you know give me some ideas some feedback and try to improve this once again i do feel like it has got a little bit better um since the first episode or so but you know opinions and all that but yeah i won't ramble on too much um thank you for listening i hope you can be here for the next five episodes to take us through to the end of the year which will be 25 which is mega um happy days with that we're on about probably now nearly 40 hours of 40 hours? No, not 40 hours. 10 hours. 10 hours. I was going to say that's a long time. 10 hours of me talking with 20 episodes. So, if you've been here for the full journey, you've not missed an episode, or you're still catching up, thank you very much. Um, if you've caught most of them, thank you very much. If you've listened to even just a handful of them, thank you very much. If you've shared, told a friend, um, again, thank you very much. I will see you next week as always, Monday, 7 p.m. Catch it whenever you can. Thanks for listening. Take care.